Hello everyone and welcome to this episode. This is just a quick disclaimer. We have now got a guest called uh, Pastor John Self. He's going to talk about Halloween Horror Nights and the houses. So this is a disclaimer. Right now, switch off if you don't want any spoilers because this is very spoiler heavy of all the houses. And if you want to get any more information on his private RIP tour or the food, get yourself over to Theme Park Trader. Link will be in the show notes. He's done a podcast with them guys talking about his private RIP tour. Anything for you, Phil? No, let's get into this. Let's go. See ya. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Epic Florida Project. I believe this is episode 22 or 21. I'm not too sure. You know what I'm like with these numbers. I am terrible. But if you're watching this, you can see very clearly there's not just me and Phil. We do have a guest. So welcome, Phil, and welcome, Pastor John. How are you both yes. doing? Thank you. I'm doing well. I'm as If you recognize the symbols behind me, I am sitting in the food court at Aventura Resort at Universal Orlando. I am about to fly back home to the real world soon. So so don't well, but don't be don't be too jealous. We're so we're sorry you've got to fly home from the most wonderful place in the world. Uh, well this well, is, I, I've been here about I've been here this trip for four days and last trip in September I was here for nine days. So wow. I think I've yeah so so I, I I'm almost well, become we're, we're, a, a UK person stay for 14 days. Yes. Yes yeah, I'm we're almost on zero. Well I know, yeah, no, but, very much appreciate you coming on for us, John, because what we're going to do, we're going to go through uh, your thoughts on the houses from Halloween Horror Nights, because I believe this is your first time ever going. It's the first time ever going to Halloween Horror Nights. So I'll just, I'll just quickly ask that. What did you expect? Well, one of the things being a very part-time blogger is you edit a whole bunch of people. And I know I keep making fun of bloggers on this, but they're really creative people who are bloggers, but they don't know how to edit. They don't know how to write English sentences and they don't even know how to write American sentences. And those are different. Um, and so I've done a lot of editing of HHN stuff over the last three or four years. And so I was pretty much familiar with it. Um, there was some things I, didn't understand until this trip. I now understand when somebody says I missed the scares or there was a cast change. I now totally, I now totally get it. And I totally get how a cast change, even if you didn't miss in between a cast, a different cast make like a huge difference inside a house. Yes. Um, I believe it's usually the A and B cast and they're flipping every 45 minutes. Yeah. Uh, if you know Halloween Horror Nights, you'll know that one cast can be fantastic, another fa- another cast can be absolutely awesome, but there can be so many differences you won't notice and re- think about until you actually experience it. So and I'm, I, glad you, and I, I'm, glad, I'm glad you actually understand that now. That's- I I, under, I kind of understood it, but I only understood it from an academic standpoint. Now I really understand mm-hmm. it. And also, I was I was surprised the quality of sets because I had some of my friends did an unmasking tour. Um, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, and I recognize the sets as being good, but they showed me photos because they let them take lots of photos this year for the unmasking tour because they were doing original houses. And the set quality is—it's not Hollywood quality, but it's close. Oh, it's fantastic! Yeah. I've got to yeah. agree. I've only what been to what three of them myself, and I think one of the sets—what was it? Um, Poltergeist absolutely yeah. blew me away and obviously the first stranger things the, str- the second stranger things i thought was rubbish but 
Set-wise, I think they're so good. I actually think the original sets are even better sometimes. Yeah, the the and just so you know, Stranger Things, the second year was like the lowest reviewed house that year. Oh, it was rubbish. So, yeah, they... But uh, Haunting of Hill House was probably the best set. This, this is where I get jealous of you. Yeah, this right. it was probably the best set, and I'm worried that I didn't really appreciate it. I mean, I've watched the Netflix show, um, and you really need to watch the Netflix show for that house. That's good. that's a trend when you talk about HHN this year. You really need to know what you're talking about before you walk in. You can't just do it blind this year because it's too much fan service and too much really excellent job of taking the IP and presenting it in a house. Yeah, yeah I agree. Definitely. So, so we want to go to the first house. Yeah, that's what I mean. We'll, we'll go straight into the houses. So we'll do it um, IPs first. So you would just talk about Haunting of Hill House. What were your thoughts on the um, whole experience in the house? Haunting of Hill House was probably one of the better houses, I'd say, in the top three. Um, the, th- the theming was good. What some of the people I was with said it was what a haunt, uh, hill, uh, sorry, a haunted house should be like. It was like dark hallways, thematic elements, and it did not depend upon the scare actors. It had scare actors, but it right, didn't yeah. depend upon the scare actors for um, the scares. If you're familiar with the show, there was a scene of broken broken glass that was well done. There was um, a scene when you enter into it that was well done. Uh, that you get to see the red door. Um, all of these things were really, really well done. And the the key ghosts. Um, well, I'm not ruining it for you guys, but anybody listens later. Well, what we'll you, do, what we'll you, do, you, we'll, you need you need to keep an eye out for the key ghosts. Yeah. They pop out when you do not expect them. That's good. Well, if you're watching this now. Um, We'll just put a disclaimer in. Spoiler alert! Yeah, there's spoiler alerts now. Yeah, I'll I'll try to I'll try to spoil as little as I can, but I don't. Well, no, 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 it's fine. Go spoil as much as you want. We've just we've just given a warning. Okay, Uh, we'll give a warning at the beginning. We'll do a little intro and give a little warning at the beginning as well. Anyway, well, okay. Now that you've said that, um, haunting of Hill House, the tall man. Yeah. Um, you see, you see him. You see all the ghosts you would expect to see, but at the end when you kind of think it's over. Because you've had the finale that happens in each house. Can I have a guess here? Is Go it going to be the broken neck lady? No the Ooh. the tall man the tall man pops out and just out of literally it seems like nowhere. It or like it's the double ending. The double, yes, the classic so you, double ending. And yeah. and the um that house I guess we should cover this that house did not seem affected by the vinyl because a lot of the houses right. still have vinyl in them. They don't have plexiglass. They have vinyl. Right. Okay. Okay. What's the difference, quickly, for people wondering? Um, the final mine is like a plastic sheet. It's more like a sheet, than, and the plexiglass yeah. is way more stable. Now, the bride's house has a section of plexiglass, but it actually helps it. Right. Oh yeah. They, oh, uh, okay. Last year as well, so they would have known that. Yeah, that actually works well. So let's move on to another IP. Uh, the one that I really was looking forward to, uh, Beetlejuice. It's we, um, we got two days of it last year. And uh-huh. now it's got the full effect. Um, and from people from people who went through Beetlejuice last year, they say it's exactly the same this year. Um, oh, good point. There, there's plenty of Beetlejuices. I guess that's a word. I don't know how you say plural of Beetlejuice. There's plenty of Beetlejuices um, in the house. There's lots of the dialogue from the movie. All the scenes you would expect to see are yeah. in there. And 
because I and my wife, who are more scaredy cats or rookies at HHN, on our group, they took us to Beetlejuice first because it's not really a scary house. Yeah, it's not really a scary house, and I knew it wasn't. I mean, it's probably less scary than Killer Clowns was historically, just to give you a background. Killer Clowns. Right. Killer Clowns. Killer The scare zone, as you say. Right. Some people are killer clowns. We was terrifying for some people who have got a fear, 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 well, okay. fear of clowns. But, but if you have a fear of clowns, you're not coming nah, this not. year because Jack yeah. is everywhere. <laughs> I know. He's, here. Yeah. he's on my shirt he, as well. He's on golf. <laughs> he rides around on a golf cart terrorizing guests. Oh, well, I'd love to he, see that. He, he shows yeah. up in, in Eddie's scare zone. Yeah, I knew about the um, and, so, and But he goes around. He's, he's loose everywhere. So... But the Beetlejuice oh, okay. house is exactly what you would expect it to be. So did you laugh for it more or did you jump? I don't know that I did either. Um, kind of in between. I was appreciating the fact that we were getting all the scenes well, it's and actually, getting all the events. It, it's also your very first house as well at Halloween Horror Right. It's one of those, it, you see, a lot of people do get a massive bombardment of everything all at once and they don't know how to right. process it quickly enough. But yeah, you prepared yourself a little bit so I think you may, you would have handled it better than some people. Yeah, the some only, people either love it or hate it. Yeah, the only scare thing we had we had experienced at that point was walking through the Gorewood Forest, the Terra Queen scare zone. But it was still daylight, and though that scare zone is done well, um, it wasn't really scary. And then we turn we we went we turned it towards Springfield to go the back way on our RIP tour, and something I had been prepping people for so long. Springfield doesn't have chainsaws this year. Yeah, that's disgusting. Oh. Well, well, to be fair, it's only been been the chainsaws for maybe the last two or three years. Um, 2007, it wasn't. Do you think Disney might have something to do with that, being the actual owners of The Simpsons now? No, we we think it has to do with the fact that Eddie is a big fan of chainsaws and you have a house, Texas Chainsaw oh, Massacre. Yeah, 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 yes. too much well, yeah. Tell you what, John, fantastic segue. What do you think of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Um, I was told a lot about Texas Chainsaw Massacre in advance and also it was the what was an HHN twenty six, is that correct? I missed that's the one I missed. I did. I, I missed um, and one of the advantages of going on the RIP tour is your tour guide um, gives you a short synopsis of the house before you go in anything you need to know. And he said, you're going to meet more parts of more members of the family. You're going to meet grandpa and all these other people. And apparently if you're in that family, you know how to use a chainsaw because every one of them knows how to use a chainsaw. Um, oh, yeah. it, it was, it was themed really well to go with the 1970s Texas imagery and it was it was kind of gory, um, and there was did it did it have that distinctive smell that you usually um, get with them type of houses? I don't know if you I, would understand that one, but I, 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 I totally yeah. understand that one. The uh, the smell like you know you're you're at some outhouse somewhere. Yeah. Um, food. Yes. Uh, okay. No, I didn't notice it, but. They were also trying to play off the barbecue and the pigs. There were a lot of ga- there were a lot of haunted scare gags with the pigs, and the pigs would come out of the vinyl pig puppets, and they would scare you with them out of nowhere. Arms and would come out of nowhere. It was actually well done. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool um, because because this year, HHN is trying to put a bigger emphasis in the food, 
because they wanted to connect it to, I assume they wanted to connect it to the Coca-Cola barbecue stand that was themed to Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, if you, if you can, if, if Universal can't get things to work together like that, I don't think anyone else can because so, everything, everything always has an agenda with Universal when it comes to yes. mixing things together. And they do it very well. And they do yes. do it very well. Uh, let's move on to the, the one I was a bit gutted about, really, because it is my favourite franchise. Universal Monsters, The Bride of Frankenstein Lives. This is what are your one, thoughts on this one? I, I, I walked through it last year during Diet HHN. Mm-hmm. Um, and I now get why a walkthrough attraction during the day will never work and why the Walking Dead thing didn't work. It's just not the same. No. Um, I mean, maybe you could run it for a day or two or you could run it for a year and then rotate, but it's, it's just not the same. I'll tell you what about that, what you just said that I would love them to run it for a few months just for all of the British people who are going to return whenever, if it's going to be November or December. I think it'd be nice for some of them to see it. And when I say British, I mean European everywhere else. No, I understand. Yeah. And, and I do think that Universal is considering the soundstage ones leaving them up but i don't i can't confirm that but i know they're they're considering these things i see so yeah because obviously with quick segue obviously macy's balloons for christmas are now going back out on the streets this year obviously they're going back on the streets which it buys some time for the sound stages okay okay and so so, was there any changes can we say in the um the bride of frankenstein house from last year um, there was less plexiglass. Pretty much that was all it, though. Um, it was pretty much the same as it was last year, even though some of the scares were better and they were better staffed because last year they weren't. Yeah, the, staff, yeah. the houses weren't staffed very well. Um, I'm not blaming them. They were at least trying. Um, but the houses weren't. But the bride's house is the first example of you need to know the classic movie or you don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, I, I figured that would be the thing because if you if you know the film, you know she's only probably in it two and a half, three minutes. Yep, in total. Okay. Uh, but it's um, it's one of my favorite films because it, it just it just emphasizes what universal did back in the day with mm-hmm. the classic monsters and obviously universal wouldn't be where it is today without them um so i do like them to do the, the universal monster side uh but it sounds like that would have been um, well and the other thing you probably knew this already but there's a there's an easter egg of the creature from black lagoon in that house which gives us the theory that that's going to be a house next year well, yeah yeah um yeah, there were lots. There were lots of, there were lots of clues to what the houses would be next year based on the event this year. Yeah, they, they, Universal do that quite a lot. They do a lot of hidden Easter eggs inside the houses, but you don't realize until after the event and when the next mm-hmm. event comes that right. they're already setting up. So. And since Universal has a habit of signing two-year agreements for their IPs, um, that also gives you another clue for a couple other houses. Um, what's that new one? What's the one after the house on Horn Hill? The, the boring season. Uh, that's Bly House. Yeah, I hope they and don't, then, they don't do that. And then that and then there's a third one too. Well, my complaint is, and I've only watched a little bit of it, is you're kind of using the same actors in kind of different roles, and that always throws me off. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's, well, that's why I can't get into American Horror Story and never it, yeah. I was about to say it's a shame they can't do this year's American Horror Story because it's actually quite a good storyline it's like sort of drugged up people getting turned into sort of vampires and there's aliens in it as well and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that just works <laughs> yep well, they, I don't. They're not so, going to have it with Disney now. And Disney are putting far too much into American horror stories. Yeah, yeah. We'll so, see how that goes, but that's a different podcast. Yeah, yeah, that definitely is. So, move on to my. This is definitely my was my most anticipated or second anticipated <coughs> house of the originals. HHN icons captured. Did this you is a- obviously did did you know about? Did you know the history of of the of the icons beforehand? Well, here's my oh. answer. My answer is, as best I could tell, each section with each of the icons was the first scene that we encountered them at HHN. Right. Okay. Okay. That's, and that's so, so I, I, I suspected that when I first walked in, but as I kept going through, I was like. That looks like that. That's Lady Luck's wheel. And that's this. So just in my knowledge, just typing on a screen and editing people, I was like, this looks like the first time we see each one of them. And the scenes were done well. Um, So it was just it was just like a big collective house of all the icons. And it was just a snippet of each one. Yeah. But if you didn't, this is another example. If you didn't know your didn't know your icons, this house was terrible. If you knew your icons, this house was wonderful. It's, 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 it sounded very similar to HHN 20 when I went to yes. that one. I've um, compared... You didn't I've know the history. You, you, you didn't know anything, really. Yeah, I've compared it to um, all the fan service in, in Avengers, Infinity War, and Endgame. You know, those movies <laughs> yeah, yeah. could those movies could have been an hour and a half each. But they, I'm not saying they weren't good movies. But the, with all the fan service, they made them two and a half hours or three hour movies. So I've got a question mm-hmm. for you now. Out yeah. of all the segments in that house, what was your favorite? Um, probably the chant segment, but I'm also a fan of Harley Quinn. Let's not be deluded into thinking, gee, a clown has a girlfriend who's psycho. I wonder where they got that from. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, let's, let's not, let's not yeah. be deluded. I'm, I, it kind of reminds me of the old days of Fright Nights and the parades, and they would have all these IPs they legally couldn't use, but Universal used them anyway. And um, who, um, was, who was on the yeah. throne at the end for you? Jack. Jack, oh, see, I'll, I've see, to, the, yeah. the problem is I've edited so many people, other people's reviews that I'm confused on what it was for me, but I believe it was Jack. Yeah, I believe, I believe it, 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 it does rotate. Nearly every 45 every minutes two. with the cast change yeah yeah so you could go in there i think i think someone's done 30 runs and they still haven't got one of the icons right so you've got to keep going through that one to get every icon yeah and, and maybe and i should ask you guys because you guys would know more i'm struggling with the logic of the icons in hhn if fear caught them in the lantern then how is jack running loose and I think what it, I think what it is Jack uh, Fear in twenty came out. And he said he was the puppet master. Right. He was the one controlling all the icons, and it, he was the one who was the actual person who was running it all. The lantern <coughs> eventually broke out. All the icons came out, and when he came to get them all back in, I think Jack was the one who said, "I ain't going back. I'm on my own." Well, so, when you in, when you enter into the HHN Icon House, I think I think mm-hmm. I have a photo of this for the article I wrote for Pirates and Princesses on their house. But 
there are totems. Maybe they're not totems, but they look like totems. They're across the arch as you go in for every single icon, kind of like the image right. fears controlling that man. There's one for Lady Luck and there's one for Chance because they come after HHN20, right? Yes, they do. Yeah, come after 25 as well, then ones. Um, well, I, oh, I always oh, forget. Hey, Lady Luck was, was 21 and Jack was 25. Charles uh, had her own one 26. 29, wasn't she? 26. Was it 26, Charles? Yeah. I can't bloody. Yeah, well, was 20, year 29 I didn't go. Was, yeah, yeah, 29 was the bloody 80s and that, wasn't it? Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I. If you, it's hard to link them all together, uh, yes. but it looks like they're trying to break away from fear, being the controller of it, and now Jack is taking charge. Yeah, that's where they're trying to move to. But yeah, but I mean, I thought the house was good. But if you didn't know, if you didn't know the backstories mm. of these icons, you're just walking through, and it's like, oh, okay, whatever. It's, it's, that could be a similar effect with a lot of these ones now, because if we move on yeah, to Welcome to Scary, yeah, exactly. or in the Heartland, it's if you don't know if you if you're brand new to Halloween Horror Nights, Kerry Ohio is a place that Universal use a lot for Halloween Horror Nights lore, and this year they've just brought in a house that brings it all together. Yeah, and I would rate this as the worst house of the okay. ones. It's not that it was bad. It just wasn't good. But as, as I talked to HHN veterans, if you have 10 houses or nine houses, there's You're always one, seven. There's one yeah. or two that are not good. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, you can't be all perfect. Right. But I would, as, as I've told people, I would rate this on a scale of one to 10 to be a five. And if a five is your worst house, that's probably a good year. Yeah. But the biggest problem with that is with the icons, when you move from scene to scene, it sort of made sense that you're moving to a new section. When you move to new sections with the different scare zone, the houses and the history of Carrie, yeah. there was, you didn't know you'd moved into a new section and I knew the stuff and I didn't think it was really well done regarding that. Right. So it was, it was, it was if the, the scenes were blended together, but didn't match. Yeah. Sense. They didn't match and there wasn't a clear transition yeah. and, you know, and, I really liked exactly what, they, what tried, they, they tried to do with the TV station theme and they tried to do with, with the holiday shows and they tried to do with a bunch of these other things, but it just, it didn't work as well. But if you were an HHN mm. fan, you would have walked through and thought it was a great house. Yeah. So moving on to another one that public people never got the uh, law with case fi- uh, case files on the, yeah, you Legend have to of know truth. a lot about this one for this one. I think. Well, this work. one was my. I this is this is this actual one was based on the first year I went back in two thousand and eight, um, the Bloody Murray year. Yes, they can't really say that anymore. But right, not going to get into that. Not going to get into that debate. But I had literally all the houses at Halloween Horror Nights eight, uh, eighteen were very similar to Legend of Truth, and they all linked together. Mm-hmm. So I had a massive experience with this. So I was really looking forward to this one. That this was probably my most anticipated house out of all of them. And I just want to know what your thoughts were. Well, I didn't go in with positive thoughts because it's in the it was in the Shrek Theater. The Shrek Theater has a history of not being the best, um, of being too short and not being mm-hmm. however, I thought this house was really well done. I didn't know most of the history of Boris Schuster, but they use these huge book props to make it clear, hey, you're moving to a different section in one of his novels. 
because right. they make they make a much bigger deal about he's a novelist and a detective. Yeah. And Jim, our tour guide, said that you're what you're experiencing. I think the person's name was Tim. Tim is a person living in the present who was reading Boris Schuster's novels and was was thinking this stuff actually happened rather than just being a made up right. novel. And so he's doing the whole history of it, and you you discover more about the totems and. It does a good job with the kind of the noir imagery. Uh, yeah. I've seen it. He's it. it, telling a story. And yeah. for someone who's never been in it, you'll actually, even though you don't know anything about it, you still kind of know that there's a story going on. Right. I mean, I obviously know about Legendary Truth and know much of mm. it, but there was a story that I thought you could track even if you didn't. Yeah, that's, un, that's, that's perfect. Un, unlike Welcome to Scary or I think you'd have a hard time with Haunting of Hill House. You'd miss about a, half the house if you didn't yeah. know the, the IP. So. Sorry, I've turned my phone silent. That's, that's, if you wonder what that was, that's Phil sending me messages. That's uh-huh. me asking for something later. He <laughs> 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 could have waited till after. Oh, but yeah. Uh, but, um, most of us have got our phones on. on silent. Yeah, I my I'm, I'm, yeah. Come on, John. Sorry. A, a lot of my HHN veteran friends said that was probably the best house that had been in the Shrek Theater. Oh, which one did what? I love in there years ago? Was it the um, Krampus one? That was it, wasn't it? Yes, that was twenty six, yeah, two thousand sixteen. Uh, but I couldn't make that one. Unfortunately, that's one year I missed. Unfortunately for me. So uh, this one would probably, if you know myself, Julie's. This will be Julie's favorite Julie. house of ever. Uh, the <laughs> Wicked Growth Realm of the Pumpkin. Because if you went into our living room right now, there's probably about twenty five thousand pumpkins everywhere. From last year. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, this year. Yeah, I have I have lots of jokes about this house because it it's easy to joke about. However, this is this is what Universal does well. You theme something rather simple you create a whole pumpkin facade outside which is not complicated mm-hmm. but they do it really well and they light it up really well and it fits the imagery really well and they use some really cheap props really effectively to have the image of pumpkin guts falling down into the mm-hmm. into the and it was really well done it's no more than just glitter and a piece of fabric um but the whole plot is they're raising the pumpkin lord back from the dead. They're resurrecting the pumpkin lord. As I've joked about as a Christian minister, I had some issues with resurrecting the pumpkin lord. But um, I so, yeah. yeah, I had a few issues. But the witch, the whole plot is built around the witches bringing him back. And you have several scenes where he's a little baby or they've, right. they've taken over a baby. Um, but all joking aside, the house, as you go through the house, you encounter more of the pumpkin and the growth, and then of course at the end, spoiler, there's a finale, and you can imagine what happens. Yeah, I can imagine what happens, and I can also, <laughs> uh, there's a little thing going around at the very, is it Little Boo? Little Boo is outside. I <laughs> did not get to see Little Boo, because oh, when you go through the R.I.P. when you go through the R.I.P. tour, you go through kind of a back entrance. Ah, oh, unfortunately, yeah. Okay, because Little Boo's I, everywhere, and he does follow us on Twitter, so. Oh, well, there look, you go. He follows everyone. Yes, where it come from? I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't even know pumpkins had hands. But yes. When you say follows us, do you mean Simon or? I think both. I don't know. I should really follow us. 
<laughs> so um, we'll go on to the next one, uh, which this one will be my personal nightmare because I hate dolls and puppets. Uh, puppet theatre captive audience. This is as bad as I think it was going to be. If you don't like puppets, this was going to be terrifying for you. Oh, loved it. Um, the theming and the, and the sets is, are are really well done with the premise of there's an earthquake and a theater collapses and they've been trapped in there for so long. And right. there's kind of like a, a entertainment troupe and a puppet theater troupe and they're trapped in there. And the idea is they're going to turn you into a puppet. And you can see that you get to see the transformation of people who are half, this is terrible, half human, half puppet. That's not a good explanation, but they'll go with that. And yeah. that's what you're walking through. And the puppets um, do pop out and say hi to you because the puppets don't have to wear a mask. They get up close to you and they come out of nowhere. I, I skip, I skip wicked growth, wicked growth. The scares come from the ceiling also. Oh, guys, they do the hands down. Yeah. So this is the same kind of idea of they come out of places. You would not normally think they'd be able to. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That would I like them type yeah. of ones. I, um, Wicked Growth and Puppet Theater were kind of in the same area behind the MIB attraction. I know they're not behind it, but they're sort of back there, back with the Welcome to Scary House. And yeah, so they're, they're in the they're in the um, permanent tents. Yeah, in between between had, Simpsons and that Men in Black. Are they the areas when you have to do the super long walk? No, you know where Frankenstein was the year. Um, 20 no because that's that's the new parade building oh, right. that's a, that's for the, 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 the two little white house yeah, i know uh, what you mean yeah, where are, yeah i know what you mean see this is where i have no idea what you're talking about because yeah. with the vip tour rip tour they walk you, yeah, you probably went around area. the back yeah. i have no idea what you're talking about but i i have heard the image of doing certain houses kind of behind kid zone as being yeah. the walk of shame because it takes you so long to get back. Yeah, usually the, the entrance is usually last year, uh, a couple of years ago, it was Ash versus Evil Dead. Uh, you mm-hmm. walk past um, ET and it was yeah. felt like a mile walk because you literally mm-hmm. went all the way around, around the back of the building. Yeah, I've, I've done that. Back around. I've done that walk some uh, on a Mardi Gras float where we were the first float and it take you all the way back. Oh, and right. So yeah, it's a long walk when you don't when you don't you don't realize there's that much space behind there, Especially right? Uh, but, yeah, but that's why there's usually pop up bars everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> true. Public carts down for you. So uh, we'll move on to the final one. Um, it's actually quite fitting we left this one to end because it's took three years to turn up. Uh, Revenge of the Tooth Fairy. Yes, it did take that long to turn up. Um, I didn't like this house. Oh, finally, someone agrees with me. <laughs> but I think it's because this house gets hurt by the vinyl. Right. Um, is, it prim- up, is, is, it, is, it, is it a lot of up close? It sounds no. like, sound like a book, isn't it? Like a yeah. Right, it, okay. the, the, the idea is really good of a kid doesn't want to give his tooth to the tooth fairy. Um, you should never do that because they'll turn on you and they become ghouls and then turn your family into monsters and, it's, it's every child's nightmare at that point. But I think it was really depending upon more close-up scares with the scare actors, and it, and yeah. it doesn't ha- doesn't happen. It was relying on it, yeah. But the theming well, is really good. There's backstory. There's music designed for it. 
There's narration. I mean, there was a lot of work put into this, but I just don't think it lives up to it. See, I've heard a few rumors this year, though, that there was still money held back due to they knew they wouldn't be as busy this year still due to obviously the international ban. Right. So I do wonder if that was what some of the things happened here. And obviously, at one point, it looked like there was going to be no restrictions this year. And then mm-hmm. they had to quickly bring some back in because of that horrible little thing going around we don't want to talk about. Yeah. Um, um, I can confirm that there is still a limit for Halloween Horror Nights. There, it, this is right. not normal capacity for Halloween Horror Nights. Um, and I can't tell you what that capacity is. I've guessed 75%, but I, I have... I have no data and don't blame touring plans for me spitting out the answer. Well, I've, uh, I, I, I have been on a sellout night back in 2015 and you couldn't move. No, you I can't mean, move at literally, all. You couldn't, it was two hour waits for everything. Yes. So even, the, even, even at the time, I think uh, Simpsons was open and that had a two and a half hour wait. Yep. So but the longest wait I... Busy. Yeah, the longest wait I saw for anything was eighty minutes. The whole time I've been, whole t- that's that's not too bad. That's not too yeah. Bad. The whole that's, time that, I've that, that's doable. Yeah, so, that would have been. I'm telling you, there have been a lot longer in that if the internationals were over. Correct, and that was the tricky part for Universal. This I know is that when the when the internationals were sold tickets so far in advance, because you get different tickets than we do. Yeah, um, that. Well, we'll give you a discount unless you use them next year. Well, Universal didn't know if you were coming. Yeah. And so and yep. so they were like, We can't sell anything because we don't know. Because yeah. and they were well, stuck. I, 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 I will give uh, Universal the Jews. Um I've got an annual pass. Julie's got an annual pass. Right. And Phil's got an annual pass. And ours have been paused. So right. when we return, I've got a twelve month one, Julie's got an eight month one. It's all individual based. Hang on, hang on, so, hang on. I've got fifteen months. I was going <laughs> to say you probably have more than that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's all an individual case based. So don't go on there saying, "Well, this person's got this, this person's got that." It's entirely up to right. the person you're speaking to and the cast member, the team member you are talking to. And, at the time, and that is so. the strength and the weakness. Now we get off track here, but the strength and the weakness mm-hmm. of Universal is you can get a different answer depending on who you talk to. Yes, yeah. and I've done one on. I did one on Messenger, and I've done one on Twitter. <laughs> and right. I did mine by phone so. call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and you there somehow you go. got through. That's amazing. Well, I did it when the um, pandemic basically started. So when you okay. officially shut, when we shut down, then <coughs> you lot shut us out, and then you shut down. I knew there were still a few people working. I rang up and got through. I did it on Skype, got through straight away. And I can't remember the lady's name now, but she was so helpful. It was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. There's a praise for Universal. Let's quickly, so quickly with the score zones, did you manage to get through all of them with doing an RIP tour? Because sometimes you might, you do actually have to skip some. Uh, we, did you get through them all? I think we went through all of them at some point. Uh, yeah, we went through all of them at some point. So let's have a quick sure. chat. Yeah. Just go through all of them one by one. Let's get... Yeah, so okay, got- well, let's start with the weakest one, which is which is Crypt TV. It's San Francisco area. It, right, okay. And I, in fairness to Crypt TV, though, I would be suspicious because Crypt TV is a partnership with Bloomhouse that this is probably a two-year deal. You should expect yeah, Crypt TV probably, to be a house. Probably a bit of house. Actually. That's what they usually yeah. do. Isn't it? I, I, would, I would expect that, especially with Peacock 
having the Woman in the Woods house show coming out because NBC is really Universal's pushing the synergy. Okay. Um, uh, I this one was really hindered by the fact that it was just stages, and most of the scare actors stayed up on the stages. Yeah, and yeah. and that San Francisco area is already a bottleneck to start with, and yeah, they so put a, I, I, they a put whole, a whole bunch of props out there. Yeah, it's. I've always really I I understand it being there because it's really one place you can put it, but. Mm-hmm. Disaster used to be closed because it used to be a Halloween yes. Horror Nights house. Now they've got Fast and Furious, and with that being open at Halloween Horror Nights, you've got the. But it was, but it wasn't open this year. Oh, was it not? Okay, oh, I, but that's the scariest I, house to go into. Well, that was the joke I made. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think that was open this year. Okay, I mean, and it might so, have been so, open. No one was probably going in. Right. Yeah. Feel free to scream at me on Twitter. I'm okay with that. Um, but I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I, don't I don't you'll get recall. any abuse of any of us. Yeah, I, <laughs> um, I, I, I'm just kind of realizing that as I'm sitting here that I don't think Fast and Furious was open. Okay, what's the next scare zone? Um, in order of, yep. of quality, I probably would go with the Seek and Destroy in the New York okay. area. It was a great idea. There's some excellent plot props. There are lots and lots of scare actors. At any one time, there's probably 35 scare actors out there. Um, and there's spotlights, and it's the premise of aliens have taken over, and you have to submit to the controller, and they have an AI um, system that talks to you and you can interact with, and he asks you to submit right. to the controller. It's really well done, and there's a lot of really cool jokes and things there. But it doesn't connect with a lot of people. And I think it was hindered by the fact that it's the only scare zone that isn't an IP or connected to something historically with HHN. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when you've got a history event, like or um, an anniversary event, like 30, bring something new into it. Sometimes it just doesn't fit. Right. And this is probably what's happened with this one. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would- then probably the next zone, but this zone always struggles because it's so small. The one in production central, 30 years, 30 fears. It basically yeah. was just, it was just a photo op set up. I and I that, re- that's been the problem with Halloween Horror Nights the last few times, though. Is it's become hmm. more of a photo opportunity than an actual scare thing. But I think you should expect that with scared zones in the future. But now yeah. that I say, now that I say that out loud, um, SeaWorld Hollow Screen, which I didn't go to. I've only gotten reports. Uh, apparently, their scare zones were scary. Right. So, SeaWorld is literally not that far away from here. So, that may change. Or Universal. Yeah, what annoys me? What? Just one second. That, going back to that one about um, uh, Production Central. What really annoys me is my first year in 2008, it was Path of the Wicked. Mm-hmm. Um and it's still down with a lot of Halloween Horror Night fans as one of the best scare zones ever in that area or in Halloween Horror Night's history. Mm-hmm. And it was in that same area. And it was phenomenal. But now they just don't seem to know what to do with it. Well, I, I understand. It's, it was, it's, it's hard is, to explain unless you were there. Right. There's not very good video footage back from 2008. You would, you would think there would be. There's not really yeah. actual really good night vision stuff but that was a phenomenal score you had monkeys flying over your head mm-hmm. you had the wicked witch shouting at you the tin man chasing you with an axe it was 
really yeah not, the not scare, my personal opinion the scare zones, it's just not big enough to really do what they want to do I still just think it's down to that people with phones now are too worried about taking selfies and photos now and because of that universal scare act has <coughs> harassed a lot more what not in a bad yes. way getting punched or kicked but people yes. want to put their arms around and have a photo with them and I think it takes away from the scare even as a HHN rookie, I don't go to HHN to take a photo in the scare zone. Um, but that's just me. Mine's all up here. I, I, must yeah. admit, I do take them, but it's usually on my fourth or fifth time I've been through. The right. first time, I don't want to take anything. I just want to take it all in myself. But once I've been there fourth or fifth time, I want to take it in with photos just to remember in the future. But... Yeah, if anybody's going there first time and they're literally doing photos straight away, they're missing out. They're, they're forgetting what they're there for, to be scared, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. Yep, and then probably the next best scare zone was Gorewood Forest with the Terra Queen over in, I guess that's Battery Park area. Yeah. Um, but that scare zone is always, is always pretty good, or at least scary, <laughs> because yeah. it's, it's narrow and they can do all kinds of things, and they have... They have areas that actors can come out from the side because there's plenty of ways to come in. Uh, well, while we're on the subject of that one, was it affected quite much by the show on the lagoon? Because I know in 2019 it was. When the show was going on, that area was just too bright. Yeah. I don't think so. But right, okay. I, so they might have sorted that that problem out there, high because when Marathon and Mayhem was mm -hmm. going at, going ahead in 2019, that was just lit up, and you you were blinded. You, you saw everything coming, loads of people everywhere. It was just like having the floodlights on. It didn't seem to work. So, but I'm, I'm I, but I would agree. I would agree with the fans who said that the Lagoon show was not as good this year. It's right. really hard to hit magic again after the first one was so right. good. I still, mm -hmm. I can imagine it was still good. But well, we'll get to the shows in a second. It wasn't but, bad. Yeah, but um, I think I but, think to solve that problem, they downgraded the show a little bit. That's that's my point. Hmm. Right. We'll get to okay. that in a second. Um, and then so. and then the last zone is Eddie's lights camera action. Um, <laughs> Eddie Eddie finally gets to be an icon, sort of. And because mm. maybe you know this, did, well, Eddie was supposed to be an icon one year, and then there was a hurricane, or there was something. No, two thousand and one. Oh, he was two thousand and one. Yes. So everything I, got he got put. He was he was on he was on the promotion material. Okay, I it thought was Sin was two thousand and one. No, it was uh, it was Jack. Uh, sorry, okay. it was Eddie. Because okay. what it was, Jack was the year before. Eddie was supposed to be coming, dethroning Jack, taking his crown. Chopping his head off. I'm going to be the bigger brother. Uh, but then, obviously, what happened happened. So, all blood got taken out. Eddie got taken out. Right. And they just pulled everything from, went from being red to green ooze rather than blood. Okay. Um, so, we understand the reason why. Uh, but it is nice to have uh, Eddie is finally getting his uh, limelight. It always makes you wonder if they will give it to him next year as his own one. Could be. Maybe, but uh, they they pulled out stages or they create new stages from previous scare zones. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. But I, I don't know that that was the best part. It was the fact that they had a lot of scare actors in there and they were, they were playing it up the whole time. And there were some gory. This is, 
apparently this happens every year, but they have to bring out props for that area that they can't leave out. Is it in? Is it in the Hollywood area? Hollywood, yes. Yeah. 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 And yeah, so they, they leave all the props around the side. Uh, right in the in the back, yeah, and they bring them all out. They usually the, like stands out, some stands, don't they? That's it. Right, but for this one, they have props all the way down the middle of Hollywood Boulevard that they can't bring yeah. out until the event starts. They had that so, with Vanity Ball in twenty nineteen. Yeah, same idea. Yeah. So that it sounds like it sounds like so really really fun. Should we um, get across good. to the um? Yeah, shows. the shows. Uh, so there was two shows this year. Uh, obviously, we quickly alluded on Marathon and Mayhem Carnage Factory. Yeah, uh, the, the the Lagoon Show is a good diversion, and it helps solve one of the problems with HHN: is there's not enough shows, or there's not enough people eating things. Um, but it was just okay. One of the problems is Universal has gotten better with their daytime Lagoon, not that daytime, their day guest day guest Lagoon shows. Right. Okay. That this one paled in comparison. Oh, right, okay. And the lagoon shows depend upon IPs. Yeah, and, yeah, and so this one, in. this one doesn't have enough IPs. The only I well, the, I, it was IPs and icons. Yeah, because last year they had Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. Killer Clowns, Stranger right. Things, Universal Monsters. Right. So they had a lot to draw from. They've only got three or four, three or four IPs to bring this year. Can I ask yeah, you understand it? What's the soundtrack like? Because I think that helped out the, the the original one so much. Here it had such an excellent soundtrack. I think if you don't have as good as music, I think that can bring it down as well. I thought it was good, but I just don't think it had enough to work with. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it was a good. The biggest problem with the Lagoon Show is something they can't solve, and it's becoming a problem at Epcot for Harmonious. Also, is there's no place to sit, and you've got to be in just the right area to see it. Yeah, yeah that's true. And, and so that's becoming an issue. Well, hopefully, it'll come to some situation to solve that. So we'll move on to one that is in. Um, I'm just going to say the Bill and Ted Theater. I'm not saying Fair mm-hmm. Factor, but it's not. Uh, Halloween Nightmare Fuel. Uh, sponsored by Mountain Dew. Um, that's what it sounds like it should be. Sorry, that's not an original joke. I think I heard that from someone else. I'm going to give Thrill Geek credit for that. I think that's where I heard it from first. Um, my standard response to this one is, and maybe I have a different sense of morality or worldview than other people. I wondered if I was old enough to be at this one. I know... My, my, I, yeah, I had a funny feeling that was what I was going to say. My, my Twitter friend, Alicia Stella, um, she said, because she was doing a non-private RIP tour the same night that I was doing an RIP tour, that there was lots of risque dancing. Um, when I've explained it, I've said there were plenty of people in leather and not much leather who had the physiques to pull that off. Was that like, um, what's it, what was the year we went, the um, scare zone, Rob Zombie? Weren't people like in levers and that on them stages as well? Um, they had more clothes on, really more clothes. On. Oh my mm-hmm. god! And they, let's get it straight: children are allowed into this event. <laughs> well, there's a reason, and I will give Julia, my editor, credit for this. When I've written anything about touring plan for touring plans about Halloween Horror Nights, she says about 15 times to me, "Don't encourage anybody under the age of 18 to go to Halloween Horror Nights, and definitely no one." under 13 yeah. um 
this would be a show and I'm not trying to make a morality statement here. If you feel that it is, I apologize for that. Uh, I am a Christian minister. So let's bear that in mind in this conversation, but I would be afraid to take a teenage male to the show. I would be a little, (laughs) I would be concerned to take a teenage girl to the show. Um, I can I can completely understand. Okay, and that's it's an adult event. Do we know what generally what people who've gone to it feel about it? Is it loved? Is it hated? Now uh, I think it's it's really liked. It's a really well done show, and it fits Halloween. All of my joking and my disclaimers about it. Mm -hmm. Um, it it works really well for Halloween Horror Nights because Halloween Horror Nights is not intended to be Mickey's not so scary. No, it's complete opposite. Um, this so. show, and I keep saying this, and of course, this is a UK podcast. I could say this. I was told for months and months that this show was going to be based upon the magic of the person who won, like the UK's Got Talent show. And, and I, you could see that they've used the magic from his show. I won't yeah. r- ruin it because you're not allowed to film it, but there is some impressive magic. That no matter what view oh, so, you are at, this is actually interesting because I thought it was a dance show, but there's actually magic involved as well. There's ma- the to set up the plot. The plot is it's a nightmare. the The main character the, has a nightmare every Halloween, in which every horrible thing you can imagine happens, and to, to cause that to happen, there's a there's there's a bed that he gets in, and. Magic happens from that of going from there. A lot there. of magic it, happens in bed. <laughs> well, that, my word choice may not have been best there, but um, but the bed the bed is a key plot for the for the magic. And no matter what position you're in in the audience, even if you're off to the side, you can't see how they do it. Now I know how they do it because I had done my research, but. Um, the magic is really well done and it sets the plot of of having a nightmare and all the things happen there's there's fire jugglers okay this um, there's there's aerial um acrobatics there's dancers that come up in the crowd uh there's all kinds of things going on in the background that it might be the kind of show you want to see three or four times to see everything that's going on so it does a couple of times what was beforehand, what I couldn't stand. We won't talk about the disgusting people because of their history, but that right. bored me because it was just dancing. But this sounds like yeah. it's got obviously a lot of dance in it, but a lot of other stuff to entertain you as well. And it's got a story based to it, what I'd enjoy. I, I think that's probably true. I mean, the story might get old after a while, but I all of my joking about risque dancing, this is a show that fits Halloween Horror Nights. And, and so, Drew uh, just walked in. Uh, so, what we'll do is we've got our shows, we've got the third zone. So, let's get, quickly get your uh, top 10 of the houses. We did say we'll do it at the beginning. We'll, we'll start so. from worst. Uh, the worst yeah. is Welcome to Scary. Okay. okay. For, for me, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Understandable. Yeah. Uh, because it was just. Chainsaw scares, and that doesn't work for me. I just find that annoying. Um, probably, probably Tooth Fairy is next because I didn't think the plot really worked very well. 
This is where I start to struggle and trying to make a decision. Well, if you, uh, if, you if you want if you want to do a split five five, you can, well, you can. We're fine I'm, with that. I'm trying to decide where HHN icons goes, and I think I would put it. I'd put it seventh. But remember, I'm not as embraced. With yeah, I, I understand. That's what I mean. I, I, yeah, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Right. It's wrong, um, but everyone's entitled to their yeah, opinion. Yeah, and I get that. <laughs> um, I, I agree, because I don't, I don't really know anything about the icons myself. So, um, I'm probably going to pick Beetlejuice next, because even though I really enjoyed the house, done it. it's, it's, a scare z- it's supposed to be scary. And it wasn't. And so that's part of that. Um, I would go Puppet Theater number five. Um, Brides would be number four. And I'm trying to think what I'm left with. Uh, Oh, um, Case Files would be three. And now I have to make my hardest decision. Oh, top two. Uh, Wicked Growth would be two. And Haunting of Hill House would be one. Interesting. to be fair, when you were saying about Haunted of Hill House, I had a funny when he said it was going to be your top three, I had a funny feeling it'd be your top one in the end. Well, I knew Wicked Growth and Haunted of Hill House would be in that group, so I just right. didn't know what I, I would feel. I think I tried to be objective because my my moral my moral indignation about resurrecting the Pumpkin Lord, um, it's HHN, so it's just part of the deal. But but I yeah. think I think I enjoyed Haunting of Hill House more. But I knew the the plot of Haunting of Hill House yeah, that really well. Yeah, a lot more. I mean, I had, we had just finished watching it a week before we went. Okay. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. I've got a quick question. Obviously, October's not over. Will you be visiting any of the parks again? And would you be having a chance of doing Hello Screams? Hello. Um, I, I, I am not. I am not planning to, at least at this point, things change. I'm not scheduled to come back to Orlando till February or March. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, but I did want to go to Hollow Screen, but what kept me from going was a silly thing is only one coaster was going to be open. Well, which one would that so, be? I thought it was supposed to be Mako. Right. And we, did, and, we did, and we didn't know enough about what they were doing for their scare zones and their shows and their houses when, we, when I wanted to decide. That's fair enough. Yeah, it's understandable. But, but, Obviously, but, when it be a brand new event as well, you, you really what you could do with doing is let the veterans of Halloween go first, yeah. and then if they if they give it a mini approval, that's when usually. Well, the good thing about Halloween as well, if you don't do it this year, most of the houses stay the same the year after anyway. That is that's yeah. what happens at Bush Gardens, yeah. so we're assuming that's going to happen at SeaWorld. But from what I have been told about Hollow Scream, um. Most of the things were done really well. That's good. good to hear. And then it it might help Universal to uh, Uh step the game up a little bit more than what it is. Yeah. Yeah. If I would suspect, based on the feedback that I have heard, that SeaWorld will try to expand that next year. Oh, and hopefully I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. So we will. And so, so I mean, when you could go to SeaWorld for Hollow Scream on a Sunday night for like 30 bucks if you bought your tickets like a couple months in advance, that's a yeah, really I think good you could deal. get the whole season at one point for about $129. Yeah. So, yep. we were that just going to do that anyway. That might have been Bush Gardens and SeaWorld. I think it was, yeah. yeah. So, um, what I'll do, John, I will give you the floor for a couple of minutes, let you 
promote yourself, what you what you do, where you so are, I, where I people get to can be find an, you. I get to be an awful self promoter here. Okay, um, real quick. No, so no, no, awful. I can, can I can make I can make out, so we'll help you. I'll I'll make all my editors happy. Um, I write um, a blog for for touring plans. You know, if you're not familiar with touring plans, you go to theme parks. Really, you should be. Um, you need to check out their resources, especially as sorry, the commercial for touring plans, especially as the genie is going to be lying to you about what attraction you should go to. Touring plans is not. Um, when Disney tells you, when Disney tells you it's sixty minute wait, and we and we, I don't do anything with that. When touring plans tells you it's twenty eight minutes wait, that might make a difference. Um, then I also write for Pirates and Princesses um, dot net. Uh, I wrote a review for most of the Halloween Horror Nights houses and a lot of the food for Halloween Horror Nights this year. So if you want to go read this and see what I actually thought immediately afterwards, it's got that there. Um, I write for Universal Family Vacations uh, and for Universal Food Blog. Actually, poor Xavier Universal Food Blog is trying to get something done right now. And he, he asked if I was busy and I was like, uh, yeah, I'm doing a podcast. Sorry. Um, and then obviously I have a real job. Um, I'm pastor at First Baptist Church of Macomb in Illinois and write for faithelement.net, which is a faith-based, um, uh, curriculum source. I think that's all the people I'm writing for at the moment. And if you want anybody to follow you on Twitter. Oh, yes. Um, I'm a gray haired old man who spends too much time on Twitter. And so I am at, I'm at pastor P A S T O R John. J-O-N, because H's are O, self, S-E-L-F. So you can find me there and make fun of me, and I'll be perfectly okay with that. And it, oh, I, if John, if you send this all to me, I'll put it all in the show notes. Okay. Yeah, so and you can find us at TEF Pod on Twitter. Uh, you can email us at TEFpod at gmail.com. And while you're watching this, Click that subscribe and bell button for us, please. And that helps it out. Fantastic. So finally, I'd like to say thank you, Phil, for joining me. John, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, You're welcome, Simon. On, on Can I just quickly say something? John, actually from me, thank you so much. Um, I haven't said I'm not going to bring the name up. There's another guest who's meant to be on twice. Um, they've let us down. Um, I literally just messaged John today out the blue, and he was ready within five minutes. So I thank you so much for that. Yeah, I'm literally about to get an Uber to go to the airport. Um, safe flights. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, yeah, well so. what we'll do, we'll let you have a safe flight. We'll let you get off so you don't miss your flight. And again, thank you very much for coming on. You're welcome, guys. And we will see you all very soon. Stay safe, all.